Daggum, and welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where we're, <laughs> boy, I can't talk right, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, well, daggum, I can't believe I listened to another one of these episodes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not your typical start off there, I got a little tongue tied, a little messed up, but we're going to just keep rolling with it, uh, I want to thank everybody for being a part of the Well Daggum community. Uh, thanks for being out there, liking and subscribing and commenting on the statuses um, through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, appreciate everybody showing a little bit of love and spreading it around for others to hear. Um, appreciate all that. And uh, thanks, everyone, for those that donated to the GoFundMe that's helping the podcast out by helping build a little bit of a studio and possibly getting some new equipment to make things sound even better than they already do. You know what I'm saying. Um, big shout out to Too Dumb for This. Uh, if you've been listening in a row here, you know I've been uh, chatting with the, those fellas at the podcast over there and uh, been on their show and uh, been keeping up with their stuff. They're doing some great stuff over there. They just had on the a few of the people from the, the movie, uh, what was it called, Velocipastor? And it's just what you think it is. It's a, a priest that turns into a velociraptor and takes out evil guys for the lord's work by turning into a dinosaur and uh pretty awesome stuff it's becoming a cult classic if you want to hear about that that's their latest episode for too dumb for this podcast uh check them out it's pretty awesome stuff um and they're going to have an even bigger guest on next week uh, that i feel is even bigger from a, a cast member from kids in the hall and uh one of the the stars from that back in the day he's going to be on next week so make sure to tune in on tuesday of uh, next week pretty cool stuff pretty cool stuff um another shout out to another podcast that i'm a part of a lot of times uh the kentucky hot brown boys now don't don't think it's a bunch of young boys that are uh, darker in uh, darker in skin tone it's um that's a sandwich, a hot brown, and uh, that was just something that they pieced together. Just some good old boys from Independence, Kentucky, that uh, like to put a podcast together every week. And uh, they got some new stuff coming out soon, and uh, might actually be a guest on there again pretty soon. So tune in to them and check out what they've got going on. Share the love with the podcast world out there, everybody. Um, other than that, I think that covers all of our main things we need to talk about. And... Uh, Happy Mother's Day to everybody out there from last week. If you're catching this, uh, don't uh, don't skip out on your mothers and uh, make sure that they know that you love them. Uh, get that out there and let them know. It's a late thing about that, but, you know, it's, it's out there just to remind you that you missed it. If you did, go out there and get stuff on discount racks right now. You can get some good discount Mother's Day stuff and, and uh, bring it to the house and uh, make somebody happy. Anyway, tonight, or today, or whenever, in this void of timelessness uh, on the podcast, we have my good friend Booker. How you doing, Booker? I'm all right. <laughs> That's good to hear. Now, if y'all paid attention at all and listened to the podcast, you know that Booker's a good friend of mine. He's been on here before. I talk to him about once a week about whatever may be going on. He'll He'll call me up with random things that happen. Uh, just that, that tickle his fancy, and he'll call me up to let me know about it because he knows I'll laugh myself silly too. Um, but both of us being from Eastern Kentucky and and having that same mindset of things, we we find the same humor in most things, and uh, 
And I was glad to have him to call in, call in this evening so that I could get him on the podcast and we can just basically shoot the breeze, man. Just uh, talk about some of the things that's on our mind. And uh, so, yeah, we're just going to jump right into that kind of stuff. So, Freddie, what was we talking about there a little bit ago? How when spring hits and everybody starts getting all up in the uproar of like, it's spring, it's warm, it ain't supposed to get cold again. But being from Kentucky, we know about what we call... Or you go ahead and tell us. What, what is it we call all these cold spells? It's like the redbud winter, dogwood winter, blackberry winter. There's, I think maybe the fourth one is like locust, not in any kind of order, but there's a locust winter. And then I got on, I was looking on the internet, there's some person down in Tennessee had a blog was talking about britches winter. Britches you don't winter. Know, yeah, yeah. People listening don't know what britches are. It's uh, <laughs> Pants. Yeah, just jeans, slacks, britches. Uh, like like uh, some people call, I think we've talked about shucky beans before, but some people call them leather britches. Yeah, that's the last episode you was on. We was talking about leather britches. You call them shucky beans. I call them leather britches. Uh, dried out green beans that uh, they used to do it to preserve them so they could hang on to them for the winter months. And they'd just string them up or set them out in the sun to dry out completely, dehydrate them. And then jar them up or bag them up and put them in the freezer. And then when you cook them, or you got to boil them, let them soak up some water again, and then and then cook them on up. And they had a different taste to them. They're really good. Yeah. But uh, now that that show, who's going to be on that show from Kids in the Hall? Um, I, I look it up while we're talking here. Uh, I wonder. I hope it's uh, I hope it's that Dave Foley. No, it's not Dave Foley. Oh. It's the weird-looking fella. <laughs> that narrows it down right there. <laughs> Say it in a nice way. It's that weird-looking fella. Uh, oh, one guy, there's one guy, Kevin McDonald. I can't remember what. He he played in some other stuff. I'm pretty sure. I was thinking it was Kevin McDonald. I, I'll keep looking guy, it up. You keep going on about it. But. There's a guy. There's a show. I don't know if it's still on TV or not. That came on NBC called Superstore. Yeah. The ma- the manager with the real high-pitched voice. Uh-huh. He was on Kids in the Hall. Now, see, I don't, I don't remember the manager from that. He uh, from a uh, superstore. Yeah, yeah, I, I never got into watching it. This Christian guy had a real high pitched voice. Yeah, had a bunch of foster kids. Hmm. Yeah, I never got into it enough to remember who that is. Oh. His name's I, Kevin something. It might be Kevin McDonald. Had had a real big high forehead and real curly hair. Yeah, curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to think of what all he's on. He's been on a lot of different things over the years. Cause shoot, kids in the hall. Seventy show. Was he on that seventy show? Yeah, he's on that seventy show. I'm looking through. Yeah, that's who it is. But he's going to be on next week, so I'll send you the link to that, and I'll I'll be retweeting their stuff they put out. Because uh, they have a lot of awesome stuff like that. But, yeah, they had him on just, just talking about his career and things that he does. And, and I mean, shoot, Kids in the Hall and The State. And, uh, There's the, an episode of Seinfeld I just found out. The, the, widest, kids, the widest Kids You Know. Like, all the, there was, those those three sketch comedies that, man, I shoot. Did, <laughs> and I think it was The Widest Kids You Know. They did that one with uh, Abraham Lincoln, The Way He Really Died. Did you ever hear that one? I don't think I have. They uh, they talked about how actually Abraham Lincoln was a real rude person at the theater. That's the only reason James or uh, Booth uh, wanted to stop him from talking because he was just ruining the whole show. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to post a link to it in, in the in everything. It's it's really hilarious. Uh, but basically, uh, Abraham Lincoln actually died from getting hammered in the butt. 
And because he, because Booth was actually taking a hammer and beating him in the butt, and he was screaming, "Don't hit me in the butt! Don't hammer me in the butt!" It's, it's a funny sketch, which has nothing to do with Kevin McDonald because he's in a totally different sketch comedy thing. Probably not accurate either. <laughs> I think it's still too soon after they blink and thing to make jokes about that. <laughs> Once you watch the sketch, you'll you'll change your mind. You'll think I it's better. Believe, I don't believe in time limits, so. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, we were talking about the weather and how everybody just complains so much. It gets a little bit warm in the spring, and, and most of these winters all happen through the month of May. Is that right? April and May. April and May, because it'll start. I don't know one from the other though. I'm, I know it's probably going to ruin my Eastern Kentucky credit right there. But... <laughs> well, like uh, it'll start getting warm, and then you'll have all these pretty blooms of the the red bud. I think is one of the first ones, and dogwood. Because um, that happens around Easter time and stuff like that. It's when that bloom comes out. Um, but yeah, these winters come through like that every single year, and people act like they've never heard of it getting warm and then getting cold again. And it's just, <laughs> it seems to be so aggravating. I get sick of like it because I don't know. I just get sick of the. It gets real hot and humid real fast around here, so I like. I don't mind it being 60 and 70 degrees and 40 at night. It does. I'm not out. I'm not out in the dark doing anything anyway most of the time. <laughs> well, that's what I tell people too. You know, when it gets hot, you can only take off so much, but when it's cold, you can keep on putting on layers. Yeah, it depends how far up a holler you live. Yeah, that's true. If you live up a holler where they got to pipe in the sunshine for you, you're gonna stay cold even in the summertime. Yeah, I you know I don't mind it though. But if you're out in the dark around here, you got to watch for bears. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's down in Harlan County, Kentucky, which is close to Tennessee. So there's a lot of black bears. Virginia, right up against Virginia. Well, south, you know, as about as far southeast as you can go. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of bear activity down there for sure. I remember when we first had bears in uh, Martin County, Kentucky, which is a little, little more north of where he is. And there's a conspiracy theory behind all that, that the government released them and all that different stuff and trying to trying to let me interrupt you there this is the this is this is what i was told we went to tennessee because that's what you do in eastern kentucky that's a prime vacation spot down there well yeah they got all kinds of neat stuff that we ain't got yeah we went down there and there's a welcome center there right at the foot right at the bottom you know right when you come in going to the the actual national park yeah and i I don't know. Kids are looking around at stuff. They got a little movie about twenty minutes. It's, you know, and it's all you know gift shop you got to pay for, but it's something cool for the kids. They like things like that. Yeah. They got all kinds of. They got um, the mounted animals of like a lot of different wildlife you'll see. Yeah. Um, in the Smokies, but I was talking to some of the park rangers in there. They asked me where it's from, or you know where you know where I lived and all that. So I told them I was from, you know, I said, I live in Harlan. And one of them's very words to me was, that's where we take some of our problem bears. <laughs> I, prom- I promise you, that's what they told me. I don't know if they were serious, but I've heard people in Harlan say that they've known, that they've known people that's told them, like people that work for the state, say that some, not like big males, because they had to put them down and they get really aggressive. Yeah. But like some younger bears that start getting used to people. Right. Or maybe some females, they bring them up, I think, you know, Harlan Bell County. Yeah. 
because it's it's not as densely populated here as it as it is you know down there they got more more room to roam and don't have to worry about other yeah bears. where you know the small smokies are big but you just have so many more people there at any given time than you do like Harlan County, I don't know what the population is. Maybe eleven or twelve thousand, whole county. Well, well, that's what I was saying. Like as a kid growing up, I mean, I ran the hills all my life. Like that's just that's what, what I, we did. We didn't have, we didn't have internet, and we didn't have you know all the stuff that we have nowadays to keep us occupied. Four hundred channels, right? <laughs> we had we had four channels, and if the president was on, that's nah, an old joke. I don't want to steal, but. Uh, but man, you we run the hills all the time, and we never heard of bears. I mean, we had some panthers or some mountain lions, and uh, but you never saw them. We just knew they were around. And when in the early two thousands, I think it was, we had three or four bears that came through Martin County, and they were just not afraid of anybody. I remember my grandpa was running them off with a stick. He was he was swinging a stick at him, yelling at him, "Get on out of here now! Get on, go, get on!" <laughs> because they were getting in his garbage up our holler where nobody lives. It's just us up there, you know. And uh, and one of them got into a lady's house down the road, uh, less than a mile away. She went to the store or something and left uh, left a cake out on the table or something she had baked. And when she got home, her kitchen was just trashed. She thought somebody's broke into my house and they've tore everything all to pieces and they tore my cake up. I just baked. And then she heard something in the bathroom. And the bathroom was a small place off from the kitchen that the door opened up into the bathroom. And so she heard it in there and she called the police and everything and called her sons to come over and ran out of the house, of course. And uh, when they got there, the the police came and they went to go open the door to see who's in there we're coming in you know all this they pushed the door and the bear shut the door back in their face <laughs> oh, goodness. he kept putting all of his weight on it and they couldn't do nothing and they were like that's an animal so they found a little tiny window that went into the bathroom from outside and the game warden came and tried to shoot it with a tranquilizer dart and uh once they shot it they couldn't hardly get the door open because it fell in front of the door and it was a big old black bear had got in her house and ate her i think ate dog food and uh ate a big cake she had on the table and locked itself in the bathroom (laughs) and but yeah and i don't know if they see too many of them there anymore like i ain't lived there for five years or so and i'm sure they're around but but yeah you know they always talk about the government releasing different animals to take out different animals like uh, turkeys were starting to die off so they released all those uh, japanese beetles or uh, aka the ladybug and uh, man they were swarms of ladybugs that, that year just people finding them in their attic like shin shin deep and stuff and so to try to help on population of stuff they would release one thing to eat one thing and then they'd have to <laughs> that was getting overpopulated so they'd have to release more mountain lions and then that was getting overrun, so they'd have to release some bears. I don't know the order of things, but that's what we always heard. Now, the craziest thing I ever heard, and I don't believe it, but I had somebody tell me, this when I was living in Breathitt County, that the state had released hyenas. Wow. To help with, help with that elk population, where they turned those elk loose up there, Breathitt County, not County Line, like on them old reclaimed strip mines. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't believe that, but it's a good story. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever. Swooping think... down that somebody had a hyena on a trail camera or something. <laughs> they had released them. Probably just a a disease-ridden coyote or something. 
Yeah, yeah I, I don't see him. Probably. I don't see him putting. I don't see him putting hyenas out. That's for sure. The, the Quasimodo of hyenas out there. <laughs> I took my kids to the zoo. Yeah, there's a little. If you're ever around Gate City, Virginia, yeah, there's a it's back up in the sticks. You would I can't remember what it's called, but it's just a little zoo. You wouldn't think it would be back up this place. They got hyenas and tigers and lions, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and no. And oddly, uh, <laughs> oddly enough, no matter where you work, walk on that zoo, it's all uphill. It seems like. <laughs> I know you eventually got to go downhill, but when you're there with young and it's like everything like going all up. uphill. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's out in the middle. No, you go. You know, real, Virginia's real pretty. Like that part of Virginia. Yeah. Uh, big old hills and some big valleys, but you go back up in the sticks. I think you can get on like one lane. It's blacktop, the little blacktop road, and back up in the head of a holler. There's a little, little old zoo. They got all kinds of snakes, and then they they got like, pet, you know, you expect the petting zoo, but they have that too. But you don't, the hyena's not part of the petting zoo. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're furry, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one, they had two of them in there. That one looked like he wanted me to reach my arm in there though. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he wanted you to. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> ate. So plump and, <laughs> Had a little bit of smelly good on your hands from the burger yeah. you ate. Well, that double quarter pounder is what it was. <laughs> it wasn't that. See, that's how cocky I am. I think he's going to eat me, but he just smelled that hamburger. <laughs> Here, you thought you were so delicious, and really, he just yeah. smelled that cheeseburger on your hand. Yeah, the, the mountains have a lot of neat things to them. Now, these zoos out in the middle of nowhere, I'm sure there wasn't a a plaque one of a, a license to have wild animals in Virginia. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I think it's one of the, I can't remember. Like they don't receive any public funding. It's all, you know, some family owns it. It's it all some legit. guy, all some guy named it's Jed. That <laughs> It's completely legit. I promise you that. <laughs> well, you know, when it comes to zoos and aquariums and stuff like that, and now with kids, I never went to any of that stuff growing up. Uh, because we just didn't have anything nearby and uh but now with kids of course living up near cincinnati we go to the zoo and we go to the aquarium in newport there in kentucky and uh the only thing i think about like supposedly cincinnati's got one of the best zoos in america um that people don't really realize how nice it is until you go to a different one and you're like man this one sucks it's but, been about two or three years since i've been there yeah we, we no, get same, i've been to st louis zoo that was nice yeah yeah, I've got a friend actually. He uh, he goes and does a lot of work at zoos all over the nation, and uh, builds kiosks and just like all these different cool things you see setting up for people to to go read about the animals or to sell stuff. Like he goes and builds that stuff all over the place, contract kind of stuff. And uh, he talked about how Cincinnati's one of the finer ones he's ever been in. And uh, but man, I just I look at that stuff and I just feel bad for the animals. I mean. Growing up hunting and stuff like that, the animals are running free. They're doing their thing, and it, I don't know. Just see them in these captivity areas like that. Like I know they're fed and they're taken care of. If they get sick, they've got doctors to take care of them and stuff like that. But man, they're those are small enclosures. I mean, they're called an enclosure for a reason. You know, they're <laughs> and they're I don't, every time I don't know if they're just bored. You never really see them that active when you go to places. Right. Well, they don't have to do nothing. They're just getting yeah. stuff given to them. And I don't know. But that, that's a whole other can of worms I don't think I want to jump into for real. 
If you don't like them, they don't go to them. If right. you like them, have at it. They're still legal. And I think they probably do a little bit of good as far as raising awareness and education and things. Well, yeah, that end of it's yeah better than and anything. And I know some of those, and they, they, some zoos, they do try to, the animals that are endangered, they try to breed them. Oh, yeah. So I know there's a lot of that that goes on. Yeah, I know they, they go wild over the babies up here at Cincinnati. They got baby Fiona, the hippo. I've seen the hippo, yeah. Yeah, they post stuff about it constantly on social media, and uh, we've seen it a bunch. Um, Anytime I think hippos, though, I think of that um, Beverly Hillbillies where Granny thinks it's a big old hog. She gets talked <laughs> out on what all the cuts are going to be. <laughs> That'd be a nice ham hawk right there. That's a big one. Do you know if this is the truth or not? I, somebody told me this. You know, like those little cute little um, the little cute pet pigs people get that aren't supposed to get big. Yeah, the little little pot bellies. Yeah, somebody told told me that sometimes they get people get like hoodooed, and um, which which for those of you who don't know what that means, that means you get uh, taken advantage of being hoodooed. <laughs> and then you wind up getting an actual you know big old hog, which to me I would be pleasantly surprised if you know. <laughs> spend three hundred dollars and you think you're gonna get one little pig and you want to put the big old hog and uncle, <laughs> a lot of pork right there i've heard a lot of people talk about that and news articles about it where they end up just keeping it and growing this big thousand pound hog and treating it like a baby <laughs> <clears throat> now we grew, the, we grew up I'm raising talking. we grew up raising hogs where i was from my grandpa we always buy a few we raised one and butchered it when i was young yeah yeah, every every year my grandpa would have one or two that we'd butcher uh, ourselves. They'd do all the work up there in the hall, and uh, Granny would have a stove in the smokehouse cooking cooking pieces of meat they were cutting up as we were doing it. And, uh, yeah, we did that every year. We had shoot, we had weird stuff. We had wild turkeys for a long time. We had a pet deer for a long time. Pet squirrels. Because when you live up in a holler, I mean, that's just the animals that show up. So we're like, well, let's put them in a cage and we'll we'll take care. Of I guess the idea of a zoo was closer to me than I really realized. <laughs> like we had a hog and then we had chickens <clears throat> growing up. Yeah, Nothing, we didn't have anything else. Yeah, we had a pony named Tony, and we our our deer was named Bucko. And I could just we had a cat named Kitty. We had a dog named Dog. I mean, <laughs> the first dog I, re- I remember getting, like as a puppy, somebody giving us a puppy, not like just some stray that shows up. Yeah. We, we, it was, I was little, and Rex Chapman had just started playing for Kentucky. Oh, yeah. So we named it Rex after Rex Chapman. <laughs> Which is a good dog name. Yeah. Not a great human name. Pretty cool human name, but not a good human name. Hey, if you're a Rick Chapman fan, it's, it's perfectly fine. Even if he did, I think I think it was in Phoenix or something. He's shoplifted and stuff, but the Big Blue Nations forgave him for that. <laughs> Just like Richie Farmer, I know he did some crooked stuff, but eh, he got to forgive old Richie. <laughs> yeah, Freddie. Freddie's a really intelligible when it comes to UK basketball players and. As as the most old ones that is yeah. Like back when I was a kid, it's hard to get in anymore. It's just hard to get into it for yeah. me. NASCAR NASCAR drivers and UK basketball was most of uh, our childhood, I think. Right. I didn't watch too much NASCAR. It was fishing. It was 
professional fishing and uh, UK basketball. <laughs> now, see, my people, they, my people, listen to me. Uh, my people, though, they, they were big on NASCAR when I was a kid, and we just liked whatever our dads liked. So, so my one friend liked Rusty Wallace because that's his dad's favorite. And then I liked Bill Elliott, who drove the McDonald's car. That was dad's favorite. And then, like, uh, who was the other? Martin Martin. I think one of my buddies liked Martin Martin because his dad liked Martin Martin. And uh, it mostly derived from whatever our dads were all cool about, and we we got excited about it too. And then we get older, and we're like, man, that's we're not watching that. <laughs> I never got in that. I never really didn't understand listening to it on the radio. <laughs> they took another left turn. Oh, it's they took those, another left those, turn. <laughs> it's one of those stations. One of those stations. Paints full stations. Presses work pipe full. Yeah. They had they'd do the NASCAR races on the radio. I'd get mad because it interrupt. You know that was back when oh, that was back when you'd sit forever listening to a radio with a tape. You know with a tape in your in your in your radio, <laughs> waiting for that song to play so you could record it. Make your mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> what I was at my mom and dad's house this weekend, and I found a, a tape cover. I was just looking, going in my own bedroom, looking around, and there's a tape cover of an old mixtape I had. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't even know if I've got a cassette player I could play one in right now. We've got a big stack of them, or used to have a big stack of them. Uh, Mom and Dad used to sing for churches and stuff, traveling around, yeah, and they had the eight soundtracks. Yeah, Daywind. Yeah, they had eight tracks, and they had tape cassettes, and they had uh, records. The big records and the little records, and whatever sizes they call them, people know the names, but. Walmart's selling vinyl now. The Walmart down here, at least. Hey, man, vinyl's coming back. There's a lot of people yeah. saying the the quality of the sound is so much more. I don't know, authentic when it comes on a vinyl. Now, I know a lot of the, a lot of a lot of heavy metal bands have still had. They've pressed vinyl for like the you know buy play, buy you know they get up with a company that can press their own press vinyls. Yeah, and just like nostalgia, don't make a ton of money off of it that you can order. Well, and. Like I was talking about the Too Dumb for This podcast in their uh, Velocipaster podcast they just put out. Uh, yeah. When they were making that movie, they were going to go to a uh, like a Comic-Con for horror movies uh, down in Texas. There's a big one down there. And uh, I was listening to it today, and they were talking about how they talked to their company about making them on VHS. Like, hey, if you can put these out on VHS, that'd be awesome. So they made so many, and they sold out immediately. People saw the VHS of it and they bought them quick, man. Now we still got VC, we got VCR. Do you? We got some tapes too, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of it is stuff that Cassie had, my wife that she hadn't grown up. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, uh, all of my VHSs are burnt out, man. I used to watch them so much, I, I wore them out. Aladdin, and old, Disney, and Aladdin. old family videos. They say you can get. They say some of the old Disney movies are going. People are buying them up on oh, VCR. Yeah. Yeah, there's some of them. I saw an article saying like if you have specific ones that they're worth a lot of money, and I'm just like, I, now they are. <laughs> I'm trying not to sound like a big redneck because I want to say VCR tapes. Hey, don't I worry. Got a VCR, no, I got a VCR player and VCR tapes. Don't worry about sounding like one because you do. <laughs> you remember? I remember the first VCR. Also, first VCR, first tape player we had VCR. It probably weighed thirty pounds. It's big, big, this silver. Yeah. And the top opened up. <laughs> like you hit eject and it popped up. Yeah. 
Put the tape in there. I had one like that. We had one built into the TV that way, and then we had a TV that you could put the remote into the TV and like click it into place so you knew where it was at. Like when remotes were first coming out. You were hot tech. Oh man, it was cool. I used to pop it in there all the time just to hear it click (laughs) for fun. You know, you know, I got to thinking about the other day when I was growing up, when I was little, and we lived lived up this little holler, little trailer. Yeah. And so nobody had like they nobody ran cable up through there. And you know the only they didn't have prom like I remember when I was probably eighth grade prom star mm-hmm. was real big you get prom star or direct TV or something but um like dad got a big antenna like a big metal antenna <laughs> and we picked up we picked up K E T W Y M T and if it rained hard enough we could get the the ABC station of Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it'd be thunderstorm, and the wind might blow the antenna off. Yeah. This is in a thunderstorm. My dad is sitting out there to grab a hold of this <laughs> antenna and move it around until the channels show back up. The most, the most uh, lightning-friendly piece of equipment on the house. <laughs> I remember the big satellite dishes. Everybody back home, they had satellite dishes that were bigger than their cars sitting out in the backyard. Got- yeah, when you got finished with them, you used them to hold rain or something like that. Yeah, catch rainwater. Like a little little koi pond or something in your yard. <laughs> if you dig a little hole and dip them down into it, yeah, it made just a perfect little pond. I know an old man. He took one. He lived in Branthett County like you're going to Owsley County on Highway 30. And um, his daughter was a, what do you call it, a nurse practitioner or physician's assistant. Yeah. He hooked, like, he ran somehow or another. He had IV tubes coming from that satellite dish. He had turned it <laughs> down to catch rainwater yeah. and had, like, a constant drip to his mater plants. <laughs> like, he had mater plants planted in hollow stumps around the sat- <laughs> satellite dish. But you had 40 of them. It looked like, it looked crazy, but it yeah. worked. He, he, you know, he said so they had a constant flow of water to them. Yeah. Had an IV drip. Had it, it where he could adjust the drip and everything. Had an irrigation system hooked up. Now, maters, yeah. for y'all that don't know, that's a tomato. Tomato plants. <laughs> i gotta, I got to give definitions to things my buddy's saying here. <laughs> I, I know good and well you can still drive around and see people have them up in their yard still. You know, so. Freddie, the more we've talked, and we're coming to an end here, I think, but the more we've talked, the more I feel like I'm going to call this episode Two Old Rednecks. <laughs> you know, when you've really, when you've really arrived in life is when you got, you know, you know, somebody said a really a, a fulfilled life is when they got that big old satellite dish in their yard, and then they got four or five other little dishes <laughs> on their house where they twitch. They wouldn't do the work to get rid of the big ones, so they just keep on and putting them. you know them. you're way back up in the sticks if they got a Usenet satellite on their house, too. That's, when... <laughs> That's the truth. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed our redneck talking. <laughs> talking about some of the things that interest us up in the mountains and the hills. Uh, but I think we're going to bring this to a, an end. Uh, we've hit that 30-minute mark, so I figured that'd be good enough. That'll be enough for people to listen to and say, well, daggum, I listened yeah. to that whole thing. <laughs> you got nothing out of it. Yeah, anybody got something out of it. I'm sure some people that listen are like, wow. 
These Watch guys live that way. <laughs> talks about that old fella. Everybody's gonna be irrigating their remainder plants with IV with IV tubes and sellout dishes. Hey, this is the time to start planting them. So I'm hoping so. <laughs> you like fried green maters? Oh, I love them. I love just oh. garden tomatoes though. I, I love just a big old garden tomato, eating it like an apple. Put a little salt my on dad, it. My dad, my dad, get mad at my mom because he. She'd fry up all the green ones, and so we never really did get any ripe ones. Cause... <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for being on the show, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do appreciate it, man. Oh, um, uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Remember to go out there, like, and subscribe. Uh, follow us on social media at Well Gum Pod on all the social media platforms. Uh, rate and review on iTunes. Share it with some friends. Uh, retweet and repost if you like to. Share it with everybody you can that way this can get out there to to just share with more folks that we can uh, be bigger part of things in life uh still got the gofundme up there if you feel like donating a little bit of money to us go ahead and hit that up through the that's on all the the links and all the social media platforms click on that donate a dollar or two or 20 or 100 whatever you want to give that's all right yeah whatever you want to drop if you got extra money to blow go ahead and blow it on us we love getting blowed i'm getting money um anyway so (laughs) so thanks for tuning in and uh booker we'll talk at you again next time all right man all right see see ya